I thought I liked the music. No, the, no. the music was a little sleepy. We did. <laughs> was the music a little sleepy? <laughs> you don't know how many versions of that poor thing Andy's done. The one that I had before was too rock and roll. Too much rock and, and roll. then we brought it down a little bit. And then I thought that one actually, I thought this one picked up a little bit. Yeah. No? No. No. I like the graphics though. What do yes, you think of the graphics? Very nice. All right. Now we just got to change the music. You took oh. up that couple that was reading on the Yeah, we did I didn't know who they were. <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like people I don't know. It was a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> Because everybody would go, who are those people? <laughs> and why people do you have watching it? us. That was the idea. It was supposed to make people watching. I us know. Like, oh. Yeah, but it still it 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 just didn't it, it didn't. We do can it ask me. Lisa to take a picture in front of her computer and send it. Yeah, to us. yeah, one of our friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our new intro, but we are going to change the music and we're going to pick it up a little bit. Oh, whoa! I just got zoomed in there, uh, and here we are. Hey, Lisa, nice to see you. Happy Monday. Start of the new week. And Carrie News. Hi, Carrie. And Carrie said it was very pleasant. It was pleasant. Yeah, see, that's not, but that's not awe-inspiring. Yeah, that's not us. Pleasant. We're not pleasant. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak for yourself. I consider myself pleasant. <laughs> Hello, Iris. Hi, Iris. Nice to see you. So uh, this will be the first day with our new devotional. Yes. With um, A.W. Tozer. Yes. And... Um, I think he might be our first American. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Wigglesworth and Spurgeon were Englishmen. Yeah, and we're now we're, doing, we're bringing back the American spirit. Yeah, he was born in the United right. States, although at the end of his life, he was in Canada. Right. How he ended up there, I don't know. I mean, the way Canada is now, I don't, doesn't make any sense. But Canada used to be pretty cool. Really? <laughs> yeah, I used to love Canada. Now they've gone a little, little cray-cray. Um, <laughs> like the rest of the world yes hey uh oh no sorry hey jan nice to see you again hi jan, jan was at our house yesterday yeah we had fun last oh night. we had a good we time missed you guys yes yes it was a really good time so jan hello nice to see you so um what should our friends know about uh tozer aiden aiden a, wilson tozer he was a really simple guy you know yep. born in 1897 in pennsylvania family moved to ohio and um, he just heard a preacher talk about salvation and he went home and wanted to be saved. And that was it. And that started the rest of his mm. life. He wasn't formally trained. Um, he pastored a small church, uh, moved to Chicago, pastored the same church for over 30 years, and then moved to Canada, pastored, uh, pastured, <laughs> like he's raising cows, <laughs> pastored uh, another church in Canada until he passed away at 66 years old. So never drove a car. Never drove a car. Very simple man. Simple means. Mm -hmm. um, six kids. He's he's was referred to as a 20th century prophet. Spent more time on his knees than in an office. Oh. Uh, his prayer <laughs> life is what people really um, felt was most remarkable about him. Besides, you know how eloquent he was and articulate, and how many books he wrote. But um, he had an amazing prayer time, uh, a prayer life yeah. that was admirable. Known for his prayer life. Yeah. Very cool. I can't wait to get to know him a little bit more through these uh, devotionals. It's yeah, he's got a little bit of a humor, as we will note from this um, one that we're doing. He's kind of sarcastic. Yeah, <laughs> that is not me at all. No, I, I, I don't like that at all. <laughs> and Iris is asking, would you January 1 or August 14th? Like, that would be so confusing, Iris, if we wanted to start with January 1. <laughs> so we did August 14th. Yeah, so we're starting with August. We don't ever start a book on January. Yeah. BTW. We yeah. just end up starting in the middle of the book. Yeah, because I, I was given my first devotional, uh, you know, at, at this time in about August. Yes. Uh, during the during COVID. And so that's why it's always been changing. You know, I, I actually did think about changing it when I was in. Who was I first? Wigglesworth. Wigglesworth. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot. Actually, was it was it Wigglesworth? I maybe so. it was Wigglesworth was my second one. Spurgeon was our second. Okay. Um, yeah, Wiggles. Um, I thought about changing in January, but yeah. um, it just I just never did it. So here we're stuck changing in August. Uh, but very good question. So August 14th is where we're at. And, and if we don't like this one, we can stop after six months. Yeah. Instead of new one in January. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get started, we almost forgot. Uh, we need to make sure that we uh, hit a little bit of our uh, our sponsors, including, and number one, uh, resurrectministry.com. That would be an important one for us to tell people about. 
Okay. What can they find on ResResMystery.com? <laughs> you can find all of our fascinating content from our past devotional. Uh, so the past broadcast and um, articles in the Christian Post, uh, Bible resources, mm -hmm. pastors you may have never heard of and will find interesting, uh, books you should peruse. It's, uh, it's actually our portal um, to communicate with people from around the world. So we'd love to hear from you. Uh, drop us a line, ask us a question, um, pray, offer to pray for us, ask us to pray for you. We love to do any of the above. And if you care to partner with us, you can click the donate now button. Um, we're so grateful for, I got to tell you, we have such wonderful people that support us and it's just amazing to get like random donations that come in the mail or that I see mm -hmm. suddenly come through, um, PayPal. It's just such a blessing to, to know that somebody we we don't know. We've never heard of before um, that we've been a blessing to them in some way and um, and they've supported us. So thank you. Thank you all for um, your generosity. Yes. And your kindness. It really does help because uh, it, the ability to be able to do some of these graphics um, and uh, help with our studio and things like that so that it makes a little bit yeah. more of a professional look. Yeah, so, so our faces aren't so weird, even yeah. though you're the... <laughs> Do I have to lean out again? Yeah, you got to lean out. Yep, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I got the touch up. Yeah, you get the, the makeup artist. Um, and then the other thing we'd like to do is visit one of our sponsors called uh, LifeWise. And the uh, URL is livelifewise.tv. Uh, get a couple of great products just to tell you. Uh, one of them is called Dream. Uh, Dream helps you sleep. And uh, Dream for me is an amazing product. It, it's uh, It just has changed my life as far as sleep's concerned. And am I still not snoring? Uh, much, much, much softer. Yeah. Nothing compared to what it used to be. No, it's just like a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not one of the things that they say it's going to help with, but I don't know oh, why. That's your weight loss. Oh, it could be my weight loss. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, uh, I, there's things for sleep. There's things for, um, energy and, and cognitive the improvement. They run out of. Oh, we ran out of, uh, 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 uh restore. I love restore too. Of course they run out of this. This takes away the inflammation on my knee, which uh, has been amazing. I, I just love the product. So, um, and I just uh, learned today that after I think they've sold 4,000 items since um, the beginning of this company, which has just been July. very short, July, July 4th, not one of uh, any of the products have ever been returned. That one. And they have a 30 day money back guarantee, but so you can, if they, they do nothing for you, but not one product out of all the products that have been sold, um, has come back. So awesome. visit livelifewise.tv. You have nothing to lose if you want to try some. And I, I would start with sleep. If you have any trouble sleeping uh, or it's called dream, um, then get that product. The other thing, uh, snoozer. Uh, is another one of our sponsors is uh, StreamYard. This is the platform I'm using to go live. Some of you have um, uh, ministries yourself, um, as uh, our friend. Um, why am I missing? Why I can't think of it. Not Joy. Um, our friend who's a pastor. We got a lot of friends. <laughs> pastors. I don't know who. Cindy. Well, we got Cindy. Cindy. We got anyway. We got lots of friends who have. And you may want to go live on uh, all the social medias. Use our platform, and it's called StreamYard. And you just simply use the URL and use this one because this is the one that will give us credit. Go to GetStreamYardNow.com, GetStreamYardNow.com. So those are our two sponsors we would like you to visit. All right. So for today's um, scripture, you're going to want to get out your Bibles and go to 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 7. And we're going to be reading from the NLT version. Yes. New Living Translation. It's got a particular meaning that I think is helpful. All right. We don't. That's not normally what we use, but. But today we are because H of each day would be different. Yes. Maybe. Yes. All right. So let's go through the devotional, which is right th there. <laughs> That's the cover. And it's for August 14th. It's A.W. Tozer. Uh, Wait, it doesn't say that up there. So you're not going to do the. And he Tozer said. Oh, uh, it's not written. No, I, I, I just no. I just do what, it, what was written. Okay. So this particular go. devotional is called Tozer for the Christian Leader, August 14th. And the title is Trying to Decide. Are you trying mm -hmm. to decide? Nope, I'm decided. Okay. And 2 Corinthians 6.2 is the reference. And it says, for he saith, <laughs> I have heard thee in a time accepted. And in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Yeah, I didn't understand much of that. Yeah, Tozer writes. 
<laughs> this is so desperately a matter of importance for every human being who comes into the world that I first become indignant and then I become sad when I tried to give spiritual counsel to a person who looks me in the eye and tells me, well, I am trying to make up my mind if I should accept Christ or not. Such a person gives absolutely no indication that he realizes he is talking about the most important decision he can make in his lifetime. A decision to get right with God, to believe in the eternal son, the savior, to become a disciple, an obedient witness to Jesus Christ as Lord. How can any man or woman, lost and undone, sinful and wretched, alienated from God, stand there and intimate that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and God's revealed plan of salvation do not take priority over some of life's other decisions? Lord, give us boldness to share this vital message with anyone with whom we come in contact who may be facing a Christless eternity. A Amen. Amen. Cool expression, facing a Christless eternity. Yeah, that would be, that's not good. That's negative. Right? That's a, that's a downer. Yeah. Before we go to the scripture, mm. um, is there really people like that, that sit around going, oh, I don't know if I want to become a believer or not. Yes. Wow. <laughs> like, I thought it's just like, you either do or you don't. No, I, I could say between being a Catholic and being what I told, said at the time was agnostic, which I don't know if I was using that correctly, really did mean that I wasn't sure because I liked yeah. the fun that I was having. And I thought becoming a Christian meant that I was no longer going to be able to have fun. Sure. But to me, mm -hmm. that's not oscillating. I thought, I, I don't know, the way you describe it, I thought it was kind of like, yeah, no, that's not my cup of tea. No, you know, and then suddenly it was like, wow, now it's my cup of tea. No, because there were times where I saw God's work in my life. Yeah, you even wrote a book about it. I did. <laughs> and I, in that book, I do describe there's times where I go, I know he was there. Like the time, and I'm not, it's going to be a long story. <laughs> but the time when I was like 17, I'd gotten my license. It was about a year into my license and I was at an intersection. And I heard the voice when the light turned green to not, to, to don't go. There's right. a voice that said, don't go. And I almost like said, who's talking to me right now? And I kind of looked like, why wouldn't I go? Because the light's green. I looked to my left and here comes this truck. Like a good 30, almost seems like 30 seconds after the light turned green. <laughs> at about 60 miles an hour through the intersection. Amazing. And that was one of those times where I go, oh my gosh, I think God just talked to me. Wow. And yet, then I went on and said, eh, I don't know if I want to be. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be That's amazing a Christian. Me. Yeah. So yes, okay. there are. That was a long answer to your question. I'm so sorry, Schnooks. That's okay. Okay. It's all good. All good. Okay. So 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 7, New Living Translation. As God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift of God's kindness and then ignore it. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Mm. Paul is not messing around. Then Paul goes on to describe his pedigree. We live in such a way that no one will stumble because of us, and no one will find fault with our ministry. In everything we do, we show that we are true ministers of God. We patiently endure, tr endure troubles and hardships and calamities of every kind. We have been beaten, put in prison, faced angry mobs, worked to exhaustion, endured sleepless nights, and gone without food. We prove ourselves by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, by the Holy Spirit within us, and by our sincere love. We faithfully preach the truth. God's power is working in us, and we use the weapons of righteousness in the right hand for attack and the left hand for defense. Amen. Amen. Can you imagine being able to describe yourself that way? <laughs> Prove ourselves yes. by our purity, our understanding, our patience, our kindness, the Holy Spirit, our sincere love. Right. The, God, the, the purity one was the one that got me. Such confidence. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. my goodness. That's amazing. When he says today is the day of salvation, today is the day of salvation, reminds me of what I learned from Pastor Jack early on, was that once we accept Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, repent and ask for his forgiveness, is, is the first day of, the, of our eternity. Amen. 
And that, that's the day of salvation. Wow. And it feels like it's a calling to people like, okay, enough, you know, today, today is the day. Don't be wishy-washy. Like Tozier is saying, like, what are you talking about? Like, how could you compare we, you are a wretched, sinful, messed up person, and you're worried about what you're going to do for your next job. No, today is the day you need to get saved. Mm. Nothing is more important than that. So I thought that was cool. Wow. We, I have some, there's a funny question up there. Something about mixing Ambien and gummies. <laughs> Corrine is like, is dream better than Ambien gummies? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ambien is so, I'm sorry to say that it's, it's so, um, it's so addictive. It's very hard. It could be very, very hard on the body. I've had mm. a number of relatives try to get off it and have a very difficult time. So, um, I remember t trying it and I had nightmares. It creates it really bad nightmares. Yeah. It could create, um, suicidal thoughts. So yeah, yeah, if you're able to take an alternative that I think that would be awesome. Nothing to do with the devotional had to do with talking about Nothing dream, one of our sponsors, <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing. I, I love it. I don't have any of those nightmares. I sleep fantastically. When I wake up, I'm awake. I'm not drowsy or anything like that. So yes. Yep. Hi, Kate. Kate. Kate from Australia says hello. Hello. And amen. <laughs> yes. And uh, Corrine says becoming a believer is a massive responsibility that some people just don't want that I get. Mm. See that part I get, I get not wanting to be a Christian, but I don't get the, should I, I don't know. I mean, he sounds cool and all that Jesus, but <laughs> I, I just, I'm busy. I've got a lot, I've got a lot going on. So I don't, mm. I don't think today is the day. Like I just can't imagine people do. I understand that I want nothing to do with the Jesus. And I understand that I'm afraid of the Jesus. I understand it's just not the right time in my life. Um, but I don't understand the, should I? Shouldn't I? Yeah. That kind of attitude I don't get. Or, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Cindy says, yes, my sister was like that. She would say, the Bible has some nice stories in it and Jesus, but I don't know if he is God. If he is good or if he is God. That I get too. Yeah. You know, the the lack of belief or or the the, the Trinity and the notion of God. Uh, God becoming flesh. I get I, all of that. I think there are some people that don't think he's good. I mean, I, I, that's one of the things I struggled with as a sex crimes detective at, you know, when I worked with that high police department is that I, that's when I would be angry with him. Cause I go, I thought you were good. Why is right. this happening? And so I was blaming him for the evils of this world. But in fact, it, it, it's not him. That was man and the devil. Yes. Oh, Carrie had to jump off. Got to go take care of her husband. Oh, bye Carrie. Bye Carrie. <laughs> Hi, Dixie. Hello, beautiful people. Good to see you too. So she said hello to the beautiful people and, and then to us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we all are beautiful people. And Dixie's a little scared about Ambient too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little scary. Uh, Corrine says, I'm fine so far. Always looking for better options. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we would love... Um, for you to try sleep. If, if, if have you have you tried melatonin? Like, <laughs> it's so weird. We're talking about this yeah. devotional, but <laughs> if you have tried melatonin, it seems like it's far far better than Ambien. It just some people just claim it doesn't work for them. So Lisa says, literally, I've had a divine appointment with my son at lunch today, and he can't get past the Bible isn't the only book about God. He says that what I he says that's what he believes, and we didn't argue. I get that. You know, I have a whole family of unbelievers. So um, I totally get the people not believe. It, it's something about this generation that has a really hard time saying there's only one way to God. Mm -hmm. um, yep. They feel that it's it's bigoted or exclusionary or what have you, you know? So the one thing that I noted just suddenly, I just thought this was reminded of it because I was looking down at my notes is that that they talked about being a partner with God. We're a partner with him. Sorry. In the, was Paul. it the scripture? It says uh, workers together with him. Jesus. Paul sees himself as a co-worker with Jesus Christ. Yes. Uh, they are partners. And Jesus has given us the ministry of reconciliation. 
since Paul is among the ambassadors for Christ, he works with Jesus. Amen. I like that. I like working with him. Yeah. Even though he's far a far better person than us. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, that's what I, we we always tell our kids. You know, you always want to hang out with people that are stand up people. Yes. That are good people. That are you know somebody that they can look up to. It's always better to be uh, you know surrounded by eagles and not surrounded by a bunch of turkeys. Eagles, not turkeys. Right. Uh, lions, not sheep. <laughs> right. So Kareen says, that sounds like a flippant attitude. I presume you're talking about the, I don't know if I want to pick yeah. on this Jesus guy today. Uh, but I, I assume that's what she's referring yep. to. Okay. Dixie, have you tried melatonin? She's also suggesting <laughs> melatonin. We're back. Dixie's back on the whole yep. conversation about sleep. Uh, and Kate says, just shows that their hearts aren't ready. Yes. Mm. Um, and spirit saying she missed some interesting conversation. Yes, but you're here now. <laughs> now you're good. Uh, and Lisa saying hi to spirit wind and Dixie is Dixie's laughing. <laughs> and green saying that stuff doesn't even make me blink. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Well, this uh, dream has uh, some addition, additional, uh, substances in it. So just go to the website that's on the description and, uh, that website will will take you to a place where you can look at all the ingredients and, and give it a shot. Like I said, it's a money back guarantee. Kate can't have melatonin because of her <laughs> other meds. <laughs> yeah. And Jixie's still, she's like, sorry, I'm still stuck on the insomnia. How uh, about a lot of exercise? <laughs> yes. Uh, said, uh, Corrine says, I watched The Chosen last year and for the second time this week, I can't even explain how much my how much by leaps and bounds um, has grown in Jesus. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. A lot of pe people feel that way. Yep. I love it's that show too. to faces and makes uh, the context real, the visuals. Help mm -hmm. people. Yep. I know you love that too. And Lisa says, uh, I accepted that I was a piece of the puzzle uh, today and was straightforward without any drama. I said, there's historical secular proof of the existence of Jesus and believe his words or not. Yeah, you know, Lisa, I think it's uh, very few people, even Buddhists, believe Jesus walked the earth. Um, so I think the hard part is believing, one, that he was um, the son of God, or two, that it's the only way. Because I think people believe he was benevolent, he was kind, he was gracious, uh, but they just don't believe that it's the only path to God. And that's, I think, where most people struggle, even if they accept that he was, um, that he was good or that he existed. Yeah. You know, there's a little bit that reminds me of the parable of the, the full, the wise and the foolish virgins Yes, that you, you got five of them who made sure that they were prepared, you know, for the, the bridegroom and, you know, had their, not only their, their lanterns, but then the ability to fill it up with the, the rest of the oil that they kept in the, in the container that, that so that they were ready, uh, no matter what, that they would have that light that they would need uh, for the ceremony. And then you had the other five who just kind of, eh, they, they tarried in their, pre in their preparation. And I think that in addition to deciding or making that commitment is that sometimes you think you just have time, mm -hmm. like that you don't have to do it today because you can always do it next week. Yes. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at now. And then as I get closer to death. age, <laughs> because they think that de death only comes with age yeah. and not on the freeway or in the shower or, you know, walking down the street yes. um, that they've, they just put it off. Yeah. And so I think that that's also a big, a, an important part that if, if you really just uh, understand that this this is not what we're doing here on this planet is is only a portion of what God has for us, that He wants us here to be able to share His greatness, His love, His power. Yes, and and we don't have time to waste in doing that. Yes. And another reason why is because when he calls us to it, we are supposed to do it and we have to do it so that we can then begin our eternity. Uh, but they, but people sometimes only look at it as our eternity. 
Yeah. <laughs> but they don't realize that we have to be involved. We have to, to be in love with, with the word of God and his, and his, um, uh, his book and to share it with other people Amen. to make that happen. And people think, well, you know, I, I have other things I, I want to do. I, I want to watch TV. <laughs> I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want, I have these TikToks I have to make. Right. Um, and so they, uh, they, they put it off and then they're dead and then they're in hell and they're burning and it's really bad. <laughs> I just zoned out there for a minute. I'm like, wait, what? Who? People who tarry. Oh, don't tarry. Don't tarry on the side of the road. <sighs> yes. Yes. All right. Where are we at on our, on our, on our comments here with, uh, we got for the most part, we're on the sleep thing. Um, <laughs> Kate, we know Kate has a sleep problem too. Um, very, very, uh, difficult. She's tried everything. Uh, we, and you know, I, n- I never had a sleep uh, problem my whole life. <laughs> and, um, until I married Andy, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just not, it's just hard to sleep with somebody. I mean, I 52 years. I'd never slept with somebody else in the bed. So, it's uh wow. it, it's getting used to that um but a practice that i never had before until andy was that we you know we play a bible app or a sermon and literally it, it's helping me fall asleep mm. when i turn it on so in the middle of the night i wake up to three o'clock four o'clock um and a lot of times i can't fall back asleep and so we just put a sermon on and lo and behold in 20 minutes or so i'm asleep again so i don't know if you guys have tried that but I think there's something to be said for occupying the mind mm-hmm. um, to let the body sleep. Is it some, have you studied this before or something? Mm-hmm. Cause you've had sleep problems for a very long time. Well, some of the experts don't recommend what we do, but I, for me, like you, I, well, that's what I always heard too, yep. that you shouldn't have noise, but yep. I thought maybe you read somewhere that no, it's good to no. make the mind rest. No. I mean, most of them say not to do that, but um, the reason on the screen. Yeah, shouldn't turn on the screen. But I, I I just either I've talked myself into thinking that I need it, but it, it allows me not to think of the thing that's keeping me awake. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I gotta know, Corinne, I don't know you as well as I know Kate, which I think that Kate that may be very useful for you because we need to stop ourselves from thinking the other things that we're thinking. Right. Um, and so for me it's very um it's calming in that sense because mm. I'm focused on, I, I get hyper-focused on what the sermon is saying, and then it lets my body relax. Mm-hmm. Ah, Kate's saying she never had a sleep problem until the pain. So uh-huh. The pain is keeping her awake. Yep. And the distraction helps. I use, um, I don't know the name of this Bible app, but it really does help. I mean, it's it's the Bible, but they use. Um, Not a keen fan of that guy's voice. Well, it's different all the time. It's not always one voice. The different characters have different voices. And then there's like uh, the baying of sheep in the background or wind. I mean, it has a whole thing. Um, but um, uh, oh, yeah, Jan has a good recommendation to abide the sleep stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy's voice is very calming. So, yeah, let's see. I'll play this little guy here, maybe. Genesis 42. When Jacob learned that there was grain in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why do you just keep looking at each other? I have heard that there is grain in Egypt. Go down there and so, yeah. buy some for us. So each of the characters have a little bit of a... Yeah, but I like it. It really does, especially when they get into um, uh, you know, those parts of Genesis where it goes through all the names of the, the people. Yes. I, I instantly out. <laughs> I fall asleep. So go through Genesis, um, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy. Yeah, Leviticus is another one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do we uh, really need tabernacle, all that? Tabernacle, those laws. That's it. Yes. The snoozer. But I like this app. I, I don't, I, I got to find the name of it. Hold on. It is Bible IS. Oh yeah, Bible.is. .is. Yeah. But I really like that one. There's a couple of them I had, but that one really, it really does the trick. Um, Dixie yeah. says she falls asleep <laughs> reading the names. Yes. Yeah, I just don't want to turn on the light. I mean, I yes. go in the bathroom and I. I don't want you turning off, I, the li- turning on the. Yeah, light I don't either. turn on the lights when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> I run into the wall, into the door, and then I. 
You can't yeah. navigate in the bathroom? Yeah, I can, but every so often, you know, my shoulders hit that sliding door. Yes. Every so often. <laughs> yes, yes, Corrine, it is Bible.is. Yeah, we'll put that up. And uh, Kate uses rain sometimes, the rain falling with the uh, guy with English accent reading scripture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All these cool tactics. So um, last night we uh, had our home church and uh, we, we, I, we re I really enjoyed our time. And it's going to sound Always. funny <laughs> and not funny, like funny, ha ha, just interesting, funny mm -hmm. that. Don't mention it, names, though. No, no. Okay. That, <laughs> that um, the t one of the topics was uh, uh, your topic, which was how to do a suicide. Yes. And um, but it really I felt by the end of the night and when uh, everybody had, had left and Stan had finally left because it takes him two or three hours to leave. He doesn't leave because until we like, do after action with yeah. Stan. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. He, it only takes a while, but um, I just thought that it, it there was um, to me it was a it, it, it kind of brought us all a little bit closer together. Yes, because we we got to share. It's difficult. A, a lot of people shared. I mean, there, it's uh, it is interesting that when we we bring up this topic, how it does cause a, a the conversation really to seem to open up. Uh, yes. with either somebody, you know, close to one of the attendees uh, gives them the opportunity to tell the, their story, uh, how it's affected them. And then really kind of is a, it's an important one to discuss. Absolutely. And, uh, and what God has to say it, uh, about it. What, what was the, what was the impetus for you to have that discussion last night? Um, well, a dear friend of ours, a couple, um, her, uh, the wife, um, her friend died, uh, committed suicide. And so it struck me very hard, of course, not as hard as it struck her, but um, it just led me to think of how many times I also have read a lot about um, Pastor Rick Warren's wife's struggle after their son committed suicide mm -hmm. and um, some of her journal writings and the articles that she's written about her grief. Uh, and it just touches me in this very deep place about, uh, Christians who commit suicide. Like, how do you get to that place? Pastors, um, my dear friend, Jim, um, their pastor committed suicide, him and his wife's pastor of 30 years, you know, it devastated that community it was out in Chino Valley. Uh, and so it's just, uh, it's just such an interesting topic to me, how you get to that place. And I was laughing. I was telling everybody last night that um, I don't know this that weird thing that YouTube does where it's like reading your mind or it's because you typed something in your word app or in Google, mm -hmm. it pulls up videos. So then I started to get all these videos from pastors about suicide. Mm -hmm. um, and so then that's what led me to have that discussion on Elijah. And so why, why Elijah? What, what is it too long for you to talk about? Well, now, I mean, but I'm, I'm just in summary, uh, is that he, Elijah was this great man of God and he did these amazing miracles, you know, was able to stop the rain and then make it rain and then um, bring fire down from heaven. And then he went up in a chariot. He didn't even die. I mean, he was this amazing, amazing prophet. And yet he wanted to kill himself when, the, when Jezebel threatened him after he killed 450 of the false prophets under her command. He's, she's like, I'm going to get you. And he's like, ah, and ran. You're like, what? How could you do uh, what, uh, Elijah? Like, and so he's, it's just how, and the most important part about that story is for everybody to see if that can happen to Elijah, that can happen to me. Mm. And I, I have to be able to recognize when Jezebel is in my head, even though Jesus is in my heart. Mm. Um, and people have to, be able to recognize that our minds have to be transformed. We're saved in a second, um, but our minds have to be transformed because we have all of these destructive patterns that we do over and over again um, that take, take us to this deep, dark place. Um, and if Elijah can go to that deep, dark place, Lord, kill me. I'm not worth living. I'm worse than my ancestors. Um, then anybody can. And just yep. to be conscious of that and make sure that we reach out to friends and family and that we were there for one another um, when we're struggling. Yeah. Cause as we discussed last night, these, this not always, but often 
the uh, the suicide attempt or success is often a split moment decision. Now, it's not that they they that they probably they they had talked about it or thought about it before, and it's something they that was on their mind at other times of their life. But that final decision is is one that comes after a period of despair and sadness. And then that moment is done that if there's that, that period of time that we may be aware that of somebody that, you know, we, normally I hear from um, Sally, right. you know, between on Tuesdays or we see her at work or we see her at church and we didn't see her this weekend. And we have knowledge that, you know, last time we talked to them, they were struggling a little bit that that's a moment that, that we may hear that, that soft, voice from the Holy spirit saying, you know what? Call Sally. And then sometimes we ignore it saying, no, she's probably just busy. We'll we'll make excuses not to call her. What was so interesting about this particular case is that we had talked to um, our friends just the week before. And I knew, Mm. and I know she was on her, you know what I mean? Come, let's go to church. Let's go here. And the woman was really trying. And so nothing takes God by surprise, you know? Yep. Um, And so it was a split second that this woman just, you know what I mean? Like it, they, nobody had the, I mean, everyone knew she was suffering. Mm-hmm. Everyone knew that she was a, you know, that she loved the Lord, but it, that her decision to take her life took everybody by surprise. Nobody could have said, Oh, that was the instant that this would have happened. You know what I mean? She was surrounded by people who loved her. It reminds me very much of um, the story of Rick Warren, uh, uh, his son too. Mm-hmm. Same with Toby um, Max's son. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, they were just people, and you just you know you never know how God, um, how these things uh, occur, and how some people can't kill themselves for trying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, you hear these amazing stories of how people survive. I mean, even. In our in that in our home last night, with a story of several children who had committed suicide, um, but by drug overdose, um, ones that survived, um, and others who couldn't kill themselves, who tried to kill themselves and couldn't, mm-hmm. you know, who should have died and didn't, you know. So, in God's economy, we just we have no idea. No Do idea. you think it would help? I mean, the other thing that we hear is the struggle of the survivors. Of the loved ones Most and how, how devastating it can be. And it's not just like for a couple of weeks, it's, it goes on for years sometimes yes. that they, that they struggle. Is there, if we're talking to somebody who we know is struggling and has given thought to suicide, do you think that telling them, you know what, we have a friend whose uh, spouse committed suicide and, and it really damaged the family. It really damaged the husband and it damaged the children. Um, do you think that would help with, with the, in a discussion with somebody that's thinking about it? Say, listen, yeah, I, I know that this is, you're, you're struggling, but you have to understand how this is going to impact the people that love you. I, I, you know, I, I couldn't tell you. Mm. I'm not very good at the whole, I don't know much about grief counseling, mm. but, um, I'm sure that is used in a lot of instances because it sounds like a very compelling argument. It's logical, but sometimes these people aren't in a logical place. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, in this woman's instance, uh, she had two young uh, teenage daughters who loved her tremendously. um, And she had gone on another binge and they didn't know where she was. And then she was driving and they were very mad at her for the fact that she had been driving so drunk. Um, She walked upstairs to her bedroom, to her bathroom and hung herself. Like apparently within minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally unpredictable. Totally. um, Yeah. Just split second. So just on the topic of the survivors, which uh, our friend is a survivor of, even though they're, they were friends, you know, they were close. Yes. Um, I thought what you said and what I learned from her husband, because her husband of the friend that, you know, that you called, um, he said that your call was, was something that she very much needed. That's another point that was so important is that how important it is to be there for each other, for people that are helping other people go through grief. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so 
Um, that was really beautiful. And I felt, um, I felt really um, blessed by that. It really, really, really blessed me that it began. She said it to me. She said, I'm so glad you called. She's like, thank you so much. And I was like, Oh, wow. I did something like that helped. <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I did something that was helpful. Uh, sometimes cause you don't, sometimes the, you know, the enemy says, Oh God, don't bother them. Just text, just leave a note. You yeah. know, and I'm like, no, I'm just going to pick up the phone and call, you know? Yeah. We'll think that, well, they're in a difficult time. So I'm yeah. going to wait. I'm going to wait. No. <laughs> I'm going to wait till three weeks and be like, Hey, what happened with your friend over there? You know, it's just. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, God is working in both of our lives. I, I, Cause I've, I've been just staying in touch with a friend of mine who had a, who had surgery and um, you know, he's a manly man and he's probably not used to other men calling and checking up on them, Aww, you know, and I, yeah. and, and that's not me. That's definitely God. That's Holy Spirit because I'm yes. not like that. I would say, well, suck it up. <laughs> you, you know, you got that hernia for a reason because uh, you, you lifted wrong and you're, you're stupid. Like uh, that, I mean, that's how Andy would have, yes. uh, uh, you know, would have treated him. Uh, but um, he seems to be really thankful uh, for those Messages and calls. Give you the warm and fuzzies. It does because I know it's it's because of God. God, I know that God is working in me to be the person that He wants me to be, to show love uh, for uh, for you know for my friend Jack, who um, you know not not Pastor Jack, another Jack, Um, but it really is God working in an an amazing way, and that's what we need. We need each other uh, as as Christians and church as the church is that we are there for each other. Um, want to catch up to some of the, yeah, Dixie says a lot of the ODs are accidental. People want to mm-hmm. escape the pain and pain can blind you. Yeah. I actually, we had in the room, there was one who was intentional, but didn't die. And the other that was accidental. It was a fentanyl um, poisoning. Yep. And Carrie says, sometimes people think you will be sorry when I'm gone. Yeah. And Dixie says, that's very sad. Sure is. It's tragedy. And Kate says it could be a chemical imbalance. Oh, absolutely. You know, spiritual attack, chemical imbalance, life trauma, un- unresolved trauma. Well, we're watching a show on Oxycontin on the, the, oh, yes. Um, the whole story of how it was created and that it was actually just more of a marketing thing in a, in a way for pharmaceuticals, pharma, uh, the pharmaceutical company to, uh, to make money. It was a money grab. Uh, and they knew the dangers of it anyway. It's like heroin. It is heroin. Um, and becomes very addictive. And they just would tell them to take more. That's the solution. Take a, a higher quantity. Uh, and, and and would lead to overdoses and death and, and suicide. And again, destruction of families. So and yeah, very much so. Problem. So they had the, it was encapsulated in this time release substance. And so instead of telling them to take that same dosage more often, they would double and triple the dose once every 12 hours. And it wasn't getting absorbed because of the coating. And so that we, when they would do the autopsies on the bodies, they had all of these pills in their liver mm. undigested. Um, it's just so tragic because you have no idea, like these people turned into zombies and then they would OD and um, just a horrible story. It's a fascinating um show though to see what that story was yeah absorption is a huge uh, thing that needs to be considered when making these um, supplements and and pharmaceuticals that's the great thing about life wise not to make this a commercial but that's one of the things that really uh, they look at is absorption so that they could use the minimum possible um, and put it in a way that the body will actually absorb it yeah bioavailable Bioavailable. Exactly. Wow, you are. Uh, and Cindy's also, so she's a survivor of her husband's suicide. Um, so it's always important to check on people and take that seriously. Yeah, but, you know, there's, a, uh, there's this alternative part that I think even the lady that we're talking about who committed suicide, it, it was following an argument with her and her daughter. And then that's, that's so hard. You know, I, you know, having my parent, one of my parents was struggling with with uh, dementia that that it's just so difficult to deal with people that are in a way that we don't recognize them and we and sometimes we can get mad at them for being going through a difficult time 
right? And it, it's it's hard. It's it, it is difficult. I, you know that cannot be said enough. That we have to go to God, pray, ask for His strength to not, you know, to not be angry. <laughs> but it is difficult. Yes. Uh, when somebody's an alcoholic and, and doing something stupid, that one of the or one of the things we we'll, we quickly do is we get mad at them. But maybe sometimes we have to fight that off. So hard. But only God could could help us through that too. As uh as on the other end of it or on the other side of it. Well, especially when they're addicts. Mm. You know, dealing with addicts is very difficult because you want to be level headed, you want to be loving, but you have to have boundaries. Um and I remember we have this one friend whose son just kept threatening to kill himself and he's like, Listen, you know what? Stop lording that over me. Like if you're going to kill yourself, kill yourself. Like yeah. Just stop, stop threatening me with that, you know, because it becomes a very abusive, manipulative tactic too. Um, you can't hold me hostage by constantly telling me you're going to kill yourself. Mm. Uh, so it's just a very difficult thing. It's a very difficult thing. People struggling, going back to my point about um, the importance of transformation in our minds um, and staying conscious of that for ourselves and also for our friend, our friends and our loved ones. And, and Dixie's very glad you met Jesus. <laughs> yeah, real piece of work he was. His his ex reminds us constantly what a wonderful. Human I never being. treated her like that, but <laughs> other men, I tell men, what a to, wonderful human being yeah, he used to be. Tell, uh, but that's how us cops talk to each other. I mean, if you've ever been in a locker room with a with a bunch of cop male cops, this is how we talk to each other. Yeah, it's not Could, very. It's not very nice. No, it's not very nice. Um, never I'm to women still like mad at how that leads people who really need some kind of real pain relief, not being able to get it. Yeah. And I don't know if that real pain relief actually even exists. Um, that doesn't have some serious dangers attached to it. Yep. My doctor keeps giving me op op opioids, but God says no. Amen, mm -hmm. Kate. Fight the urge. I'm telling you, I've got horrible pain too. And I just, nope. What's the name of our show? I can't remember the name of it. Painkiller. Painkiller. It's on Netflix. 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 Two AM. One does get tempted just for sleep. Yeah, so I'm telling you, don't even take the bottle home. I don't even take the bottle home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lisa says, "I feel for you, Kate, because my sister struggles with chronic pain." Mm -hmm. Yes, it's it's a it's a huge epidemic. Um, it's a it's a very very debilitating um, and difficult thing. Like I, I walk sometimes or I sit in the car and I just want to cry. It's so bad. I just want to sit there and cry, you know, and you're just kind of like, okay, out of sight, out of mind. Just stop. Just stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's difficult. And Dixie said, my ex-husband Sam did that to me. I'm going to kill myself over and over. 15 years after our divorce, he did. Rest in peace. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Dixie. Wow. Well, we can say our friend who finally told his son that, what you just said, that, um, you know, go ahead then. Um, they've mended their relationship. Yes. I mean, and there's, there's not, you know, you got to know when to do tough love, I guess. Yeah. There's, there's a time know. for it. And there's another time that it, it may make things worse. God, you know, again, I think that's what prayer. Discernment. Asking for God's direction and, and, uh, and praying on it uh, to, um, to get uh, to get some direction from God is the best way to go. Oh, so much pain people have. Look at this. Uh, Carrie says, I don't take anything for pain because mom and sister both died from overdoses. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear that, wow. Carrie. Wow, well, see, our world, there's so many painful people suffering in pain, emotional, physical. Um, let's pray. Imagine how great eternity is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> free from all pain. That, all free that pain goes away. Yes, I mean that. There is the reason to believe in Jesus Christ. There is a reason. That's. Yes. I mean, there's if, there, if, if there's a reason, it is the the you know psychological pain and physical pain uh, will be taken care of. And yes. in those times that we're on earth, that we pray and, and love God, that we will even feel God through the pain. Yes, uh, and hear from Him. But uh, yeah, let's close it. Let's pray. All right. Let's pray. Oh, dear Lord, thank you for this uh, opportunity of fellowship and to spend time um, in your word and with one of your great saints, uh, A.W. Tozier, Lord. We're so 
I'm grateful for the opportunity to learn from um, the wisdom of those that came before us, Lord. Uh, we ask that you um, put your heavenly wall of protection around all of us, around um, our families and our communities, Lord, and uh, in our hearts and in our minds, Lord, that we will be transformed, that we do not conform to the patterns of this world, Lord, that we, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we take every thought captive under the command of Christ Jesus, Lord. We ask for your strength, for your Holy Spirit power to fall fresh on us, Lord, so that we can stand against the enemy's attacks and that we take up the shield of faith and the sword of the Spirit, which is the infallible word of your gospel, Lord. That is our greatest weapon against the enemy, Lord. And we ask that you fill our minds and our spirit with good thoughts, good things, what is pure, what is holy, what is righteous, um, that we think on those things, Lord. Um, and we, when we catch ourselves in a bad way, in a bad place, Lord, that you will remind us that you are good and that you are holy, and those pure thoughts will come rushing back. We love you, Jesus. Um, we love you for everything that you've done, that you continue to do in and through us. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends, we love you. We love you. Take care. God bless. God bless. I got to reach way over here. <laughs> Hold on one sec. <laughs> I got to move the mouse. There over. we go. Yay. Yay. Good night. Talk to you later. Bye.